Hello, and welcome to the Family Bookshelf. I am Nick, the Game Schooling Dad, and with me is Amber of AmbitionsForChrist.com. Today we're going to give you three book recommendations, two that we'd hope you look at, look at and check out for your family, and one that you can probably skip. All right, so the first book I have for us today is called There Will Be Bears by Ryan Gebhardt. Now, I was really impressed with this book because a lot of books geared towards boys really only deal with one thing, sports. It's all about how boys become men through sports. And so you lose a big chunk of your population of kids who just aren't interested. And now this book is different because this book, instead of dealing with sports, the kid actually wants to go hunting, you know, a very different activity, something that you don't see a whole lot of today. Um, it is a coming-of-age story. This boy you know, has a relationship with his grandfather. They have a big hunt planned. The grandfather gets sick. They can't go. And it's all about how him and his grandfather have to find a way to make this hunt happen. Um, a lot of good themes in there. He comes from a, a two-parent two household. He learns to have a good relationship with his sister. Uh, he's got a friend that he's growing apart from, but he learns to, you know, either... He learns to let that, that relationship mature. You know, those relationships from elementary school don't stay the same way as they always are. Oh, that's good, too. Because, I mean, yeah, people, as they come of age, it, it, friendships change. All kinds of relationships change as you grow up and become an adult in some fashion. And I think I like this book just because it does highlight a boy coming of age. A lot of stories anymore don't do well with um, having the boys grow up. It's usually... You see a lot of stories about girls growing into the role of woman and different things, but you don't see, especially modern books, doing that well, where they let the boy right. grow up to become a man and to have good role models in his life and all those things to walk him through it as well, which is important. And, and to grow up in a way that's, you know, um, productive and a way that's good for society. I mean, whether your stance is on hunting is one way or the other, it's not, uh, he's not joining a gang. He's not, you right. know, having sex. He's not taking drugs. All these things that are negative ways that people become adults. Exactly. You know, it's a very productive thing that he's doing with his grandfather. Right, and it's still, and it's clearly, it's a, there's rites of passage to it. That right, a it's lot more of a rite of passage, just a better way to put it. Right, yeah. and I think, I mean, yeah, so often anymore boys don't know when they've become a man because they're just, those rites of passage have kind of gone away, it seems like, in oh, our yeah. cultures and society. So it's nice to see a story that highlights a boy being able to have that happen where he knows, now I am grown up and I'm a man oh yeah so that one really caught me off guard I really like that one that's called there will be bears by Ryan Gebhardt uh, the next one I have is actually more of a series of books and we've read the first six with our daughter it's called the princess in black series by Shannon Hale uh, so this one's uh Got a great role model of a girl. She's a princess who wears pink and is very frilly and girly. And then when uh, monsters come out, she changes her identity, become puts on the black, and goes and fights uh, monsters. And it's really fun. And it's you know words are like two inches tall, so it's easy to see. They're quick to read. Uh, lots of you know silly fights in there. It's not. Um, not graphic it's not scary no they're like cute that. and colorful monsters <laughs> right it's very scary and she's a good role model she has a boy she gets she's a friend with and they fight monsters together as the series progresses she gets other princesses involved in the fighting as well you know and they all find their their secret identity and their their hero persona if you will and so it's there's a lot of room to grow there as a, as a young girl right well and it's just good role model for a little girl because it's feminine it's like being feminine in all the right ways of, you know, they are fighting the wrong, but they're also still able to be cute in little girls and be wear the pink too. I mean, not just fight crime 
and I don't know. It's just a, it's a good mix of both. Oh yeah, and at the same time they're able to stay friends too. Right. You know, you have you have girls who are able to be friends with each other and do something together without you know f- bickering and fighting over a boy or bickering and fighting over you know the silliness that a lot of these books geared towards kids, especially girls, tend to have. Yes. <laughs> so that's. Uh, yeah, we were we were really impressed with that, and our little daughter just loves reading that. Yeah, well, and the best part about this one was I loved it when we were teaching her to read. She kind of was getting a little frustrated. Chapter books to her seemed like what little kids read. She wanted to read, or I'm sorry, picture books um, were what she kind of wanted to stop reading. That's what you know, little kids read. She wants to read a chapter book like mommy and daddy read. And so these are great. They're just. They're great chapter books to start off with because they're so simple. They have a ton of pictures. So she didn't have to give up the pictures and the cute storyline and the, you know, the simplicity that really comes with an early chapter book. And it and just so gave her... speaks to her. Right. You know? And it gave her a lot of confidence to move on to other books then eventually that didn't have quite as many pictures or, you know, smaller words or different things like that. And so she could really work on her skills with reading with these books and so if you have a family member that's just learning to read these would be great ones to start with too and and she was able to read them to little brother and and he loves them too he he loves them just as much and asks for them just as much as she does you know and that's great we we like we like it when they pick them up read them that was really fun to see so that's um the princess in black by shannon hale now the one i have for you today to skip the one that if you see on the bookshelf you can just pass by is called we hear voices by evie green so this book at the end of the day it's just frightfully boring if nothing else <laughs> it's supposed to be a horror story in this you know okay so to start off there's this plague that has just happened this was written before covid 19 but there's this plague and it's wiped out a huge population of children in this world people's kids and we completely ignore that that doesn't even matter in this book which well, should be a plot point right that should be a huge that should be the main driving factor of this okay so this this lady's kid survives this and she's supposed to hear these voices in her head these these voices are supposed to start making him do these evil or these bad things but none of that ever happens we never get there you know the stuff that should matter like the kids that have lost their lives or like this boy who is clearly going through some troubles you know anything like that or even just fun scary horror stuff which is what i was looking for when i picked up a horror novel right (laughs) never happens instead we focus entirely on this very woke woke culture and this very liberal nonsense you know we're very worried about the environment that's a huge one she pushes down you know yeah the the environment um, which that kind of i mean it sure seems like that would take second fiddle to any of the other things you mentioned i mean why on earth would you be concerned about yeah some trees when kids all over the world are dying right in i mean droves if, if, or something. if i remember this book properly it's like half the kids in the world have died and we're worried about the environment at this point in time yeah you know, that's, that's not even that's that's craziness you know no one should be at that point in time that's clearly a wrong connection there you know and and there's all this other stuff that comes up too uh they're talking about like leaving the earth to go to space which is completely insane <laughs> <laughs> what you know I, I guess whatever what's that have to do with the story at hand was my my main concern again oh, yeah. at the end of the day this book was just frankly boring you know uh where instead of you know dealing with this kid doing evil stuff which is, i mean it's a stuff of horror tropes forever now you know instead where this mom is, is complaining about how the fact that she divorced her husband and and, you know, she has a, another baby with this other guy that she's living with. And, you know, we have to go into all this other stuff. It's like none of this matters. You're pushing this liberalness that doesn't even need to be in this story. Doesn't right. need to be here. You know, There's, yeah, just woke 
junk put in there just for the sake of woke junk almost versus oh that's a plot point that could change something right. or you know it's clearly not meant to be there right and i mean if some of this were part of the plot then of course it has a place and i'm not going to necessarily fight with it but it's just in there to be there and it's like that that's just poor writing is what it is yeah you know so that's um that's we hear voices if you see that one don't be afraid to skip it uh, we hear voices by evie green well this has been the family bookshelf thank you for joining us see you next time